Well, good morning, everybody. It is great to be here live at uh, Eastside Athletics in uh, Lithopolis. It's great to have uh, some people here with us in the room this morning. And uh, that's, it feels weird, actually, <laughs> to have real people to talk to. It's, uh, it's kind of intimidating. I got used to a camera. This, and, is, this is exciting. And now we've got faces. So awesome. It, uh, it's great to be here with you. It's great to be here with you and um, just to be back together. And we're excited to show you uh, the new place, and we're going to do that here in just a little bit. Um, but before uh, we get started, we wanted to address uh, some of the things that have been going on yeah. um, in our country and our nation over the past uh, several weeks. Yeah, we, we've been giving a lot of thought to the events that everybody is seeing on TV. Uh, we've been in prayer, and we've been thinking also how to respond. And uh, it's very clear uh, to anybody who's paying attention that in our country, uh, issues like racism and bigotry, social injustice uh, are still prevalent. Uh, but not only here in America, throughout the world. Uh, this, is a, this is a worldwide issue. And, and as we look back to what instigated did it, um, the death of George Floyd, we may never really know all the details surrounding that, but we know enough. We know enough to be saddened by it. And, um, and, and many people uh, feel um, a, a sense of, of angst about it, and, and they don't know, know what to do with those emotions. Certainly, we grieve with his family, um, but we, we understand those frustrations. We understand the frustrations of those folks who are peacefully protesting um, the actions of those police officers and racism that exists in America. But we also understand that the vast majority of, of law enforcement officers, um, you know, they put their lives on the line every single day yeah. um, to protect our lives, to protect property, and to even preserve the right to protest when we don't live up to our ideals. Yeah. Um, you know, anybody who, who knows anything about the founding of, of our nation realized that we've got some great ideals, but the, the problem is living up to those. And so um, Floyd's death and others, you know, is, is sad enough, but the, the, some of the protests, as you know, have turned violent. Some of them have been co-opted uh, by some radical elements that have left a... a a trail of death and destruction throughout the country. Um, as of last count, I think uh, 17 people had been killed, uh, businesses had been looted, and uh, stores and churches have been burnt to the ground. Yeah. And uh, as I've been watching that, I also happened to watch this past Monday uh, Terrence Floyd, George Floyd's brother, mm -hmm. give a real passionate and moving speech to the people. And and one of the things that, that he did when in and strongly condemning the violence and the looting, he said this, he said, let's switch it up, y'all. Let's switch it up and do this thing peacefully, please. And then referring to his brother, he said this, I know that he would not want you all to be doing this. And I, I thought, how powerful a statement is that? If anybody deserves to be angry over the situation and hurting over the death of, of a brother, it, it was him. And so his words, I thought, were very, very powerful. And, and I think they echo a lot of what Scripture says, too. Yeah. Well, when you think about it, there's so many things for us to 
the pressure, right? Mm -hmm. Of you need to be with this side and you need to be with that side. You need to do this hashtag and not that hashtag. And there's so much um, confusion. There's so much turmoil. So much angst. Um, I think for us, um, we want to challenge um, God's people um, to go to Scripture yeah. and to see what it says and to allow God to guide us. Not a hashtag, not a movement, but allow God to guide us. And he speaks mm -hmm. to many of these things. If you look at Romans 12, in verse 17 and 18, it says, Repay no one evil for evil, but give thought to do what is honorable in the sight of all. And if possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Mm -hmm. In Micah, it says, uh, Micah 6, it says, He has told you, O man, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you but to do justice, to love kindness, and to walk humbly with your God. And for us, as we seek um, to live in peace, as we seek to do justice and love kindness, as we seek to walk humbly with um, our God, you know, we must remember um, things like racism, bigotry, um, they're just really symptoms of a larger problem. Mm -hmm. Are they a problem? Absolutely. Um, but they're really symptoms of a much larger um, one. And that problem is simply sin. And so we all have it. Uh, scripture says in Romans 6 that we've all sinned. We've fallen short of the glory of God. And I, I can attest uh, without question that that's true in my mm -hmm. life. Um, it's true in all of our lives that we have all fallen short of God's glory. And uh, for us uh, to remember that uh, sin makes no distinction of, of race or of gender, of social or economic classes. Uh, we're all sinners yeah. by nature. We're born that way um, and by choice <clears throat> as well. And uh, we're all deserving because of that sin of God's wrath, yeah. which is a moment for us to, to take an incredible amount of seriousness that we're all um, deserving of God's wrath because of it. And uh, we also see that um, sin also explains the evil we see on TV. Um, this week, last week, um, six months ago, it explains um, all of that evil, and as well as the evil that's in our own hearts. And Jeremiah 17 says this, that uh, the human heart is the most deceitful of all things. Oh. It's desperately wicked. Who really knows how bad it is? In Matthew 7, it says, for from within, out of the heart, out of the heart of man come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness. All these things come from within, and they defile a person. Sin runs deep. Um, the consequences of sin is deep. The symptoms, the outworking of sin in our lives and our culture, it is incredibly deep. So you, you ask the question, how, how should we respond? Um, I, I would encourage that, that God is not sitting up there anywhere saying, um, pick a side, choose a side, but he's saying, go to my word, um, allow my word to drive you um, to your knees. In our D group this week, we were reading Psalm 119, and it struck me in, in a, verse 134, it says, uh, redeem me from man's oppression that I might keep your precepts. May your, your, may your face shine upon your servant and teach me your statutes. My eyes shed streams of tears because people do not obey your law. Oh. And I think um, just for us to see um, the effects of the reality of sin in our culture, it, it ought to make us shed tears uh, because of the, the depravity of all humankind. 
and even in our own lives, that it ought to drive us to our knees and it ought to mean that we shed streams of tears because of it. Yeah. And, you know, to, to drive it home even in a more personal way, it's, it's, it's easy to sin, uh, excuse me, it's easy to see sin in others. It's harder to see it, you know, in ourselves. Absolutely. And, uh, you know, and we know that, that sin is the root cause of, of all societal ills. Uh, but as you mentioned, you know, the, the heart is desperately wicked. Um, and, and we don't know how bad it is. I think I heard uh, some psychologist quote that, like, we forget, like, 99.9% of all the things that we do wrong. <laughs> to say nothing about the, the evil thoughts that we sometimes have. But I think each of us need need to each of us needs to ask himself this question: Am I as disgusted over the sin in my own heart as I am in what I see on TV? It's a hard question. Yeah, but that's that's where it's got to start. If if we're going to fight injustice, if we're going to fight evil in the world, we have to fight it first in our own heart. We have to recognize it first. And then we have to deal ruthlessly with it. You know, Jesus talked about that in the Gospels. You know, if, you're, if, if, you, know, if you find that your hand causes you to stumble, what does he say do? Cut it off. <laughs> Cut it off. If your eye causes you to stumble, pluck it out, you know. And, and so the, the point there is, is that we have to deal ruthlessly with sin because sin affects every part of our being, our ability to reason, our ability to, to process emotions, and, and just to be able to obey God and, and be pleasing in his sight. And, you know, when you think about it, when Jesus came 2,000 years ago, he didn't come um, to overthrow the Roman government. He didn't come to uh, correct and, and, and remove every societal problem. He didn't come to establish his own kingdom. You know, why did Jesus come? He came to save us from ourselves and from our sin. And he knew that the only way that the world would change is if we as individuals change, if our hearts change. And that's what the gospel is only, that's what it's all about. And, And that's what the cross is all about, that Jesus died on the cross. He shed his blood so that we could not only be forgiven of our sins, but that we could have we could have a new life, a new start. Uh, in fact, one of my favorite you know, verses comes from 2 Corinthians chapter 5, uh, verse 17 through 18. It says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has passed away. Behold, the new has come. And all of this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. So, you know, that's probably a good question to ask right now is, have you been reconciled to God? Do you belong to Christ? Have you surrendered your life to Christ? Whether you be here this morning or watching on Facebook Live, um, Jesus came to earth because he loves you. He died for you. And um, all we need to do is admit what God already knows, and that's we are sinners. And then we determine to turn from our sin and to receive Christ as our Lord and Savior. And so if you've not done that, we would just invite you right where you are um, to bow your head and, and, and tell God, God, you know I'm a sinner. I'm a sinner. Lord, I know you died to save me. 
Come into my life. Forgive me of my sin. Make me that new creature, that new creation that you spoke about here in your word. And if you are a Christ follower, um, then you've been given the ministry of reconciliation. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. Yes, yeah. yes. And, and it's a twofold ministry because we're talking about recon- helping people reconcile to God, but what does God do when you become reconciled? He puts you into a body called the church yeah. that, is, that consists of male, female, rich, poor, black, white, Jew, Gentile. And so it speaks of a reconciliation between one another, too. And what an amazing, amazing task that we have been given. Yeah. Well, in Christ, all will be eventually reconciled. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. 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 And and here's the good news. Good news is is that we're not left to our own to do this job without God's help. We obviously have His Word, but God has given to us His Holy Spirit to empower us for this task. So, believer, I want you to think about these words as you think about the ministry of reconciliation. It comes from uh, the Apostle Paul in Galatians chapter five, verse twenty-two. He says this. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Against such things there is no law. Amen. That's good stuff. It is. And uh, there's, there's, there's enough for us to chew on uh-huh. there for sure. So let's, uh, we just want to take some time this morning um, to pray together uh, for all that's going on um, in our society and our culture, uh, all that's going on for those um, that are hurting uh, for the sin that's so, um, so rampant um, in, our, in our world as well as in our hearts. So um, let's pray together. God, as we see here today, uh, we know uh, that there are many hurting um, all around us. There are those that are hurting in this room. There are those um, that are hurting that um, are watching on a TV or a screen. That There are those that are hurting um, in our communities. There are those that are hurting that uh, we've never met. And they're hurting for all kinds of reasons. Um, but God, we know at the, uh, the root of it all, it is because we are a sinful people. We do sinful things. And that causes great um, and painful consequences mm-hmm. in our lives, in people's lives that we love, um, and in our culture in which we live. And God, today, is um, you are more than aware of all that's going on across our nation and now across the globe, where there are many um, who are rioting, there are many who are Uh, peacefully protesting. There are many who are calling uh, for change that is good. There are many um, who seek to take um, a call for change for good and turn it into uh, a way to manipulate and control and harm uh, more people. And God, we we confess today that uh, we just don't have um, the human answers to solve this problem. God, there's no, no dialogue that in itself would fix it. There's no relationship that in itself would fix it. God, unless we go back to the one who has created us all. Mm -hmm. And God, as you created mankind in the garden, that um, you switched from everything being good to when you created mankind, you said, and it is very good. And God, how we as your people have marred that. 
the way that we treat people, the way that we gossip about people, the way that we slander, the way that we treat um, others in different classes than us or communities than us, the way that we treat people that look different, act different, uh, think different than us. And God, we need to be people who recognize um, that as sin and wrong in our lives. And God, that we would always be people who repent of sin and God, that we would turn to you. And God, we recognize today that you are the only solution to this problem of sin in us and in our world. And God, that we must, as people, be reconciled to you. God, that we must um, seek and uh, receive the forgiveness that is found in Jesus Christ as he died on a cross for us. God, that that message uh, would ring out and ring loud and clear um, to this world, to this community. God, that they would hear you and respond to your voice. And God, that you would heal us, that you would transform us um, because you are good. So God, as your people, I'm here in a country um, that is incredibly divided, that uh, is dealing with uh, deep uh, wounds, that is dealing um, with deep sin. God, that um, you would teach your people here today of what to do and what to say. God, that we would avoid uh, foolish conversations. Mm -hmm. God, that we would know uh, when to be silent and listen, that we would know when to speak out against injustice. God, that we would know when to boldly proclaim what is true and rid um, our conversations of falsehoods. God, that we would be people, that even as we post um, things on social media, that we would post things that are only true, that we would post things that only you call for us to post. Mm -hmm. And God, that we would be a people, your people, that look different, not because of any social platform, but because you have indeed changed us. And God, we ask for that today, that you would change us, that we would turn from our sin, we would recognize it, that you would be the one pointing it out, and God, that we would turn to you and we would experience your grace and forgiveness. God, that the gospel message wouldn't have just been a, for a moment in our life for us to be born again, but God, that it would impact us each and every day. So God, help us today as we navigate these difficult waters, that we would be your people, that we would speak the words you want us to say, and God, we would remain silent when you ask us to. That any platform we stand on, God, that it be your platform, your gospel, your truth, for your name, for your fame, and for your glory, and no one else's. Help us today in these things, for it's in Christ's great and glorious name we pray. Amen.